Titles, go. Have I always been here? Crunchy steak. Kelly's magic bullet. <laughs> Call me Cletus? The Cation. <laughs> Exploding plants. Impress yourself today. That's the same rules as an orgy. Golf review? Iron claw. What I told him. But all right. <laughs> Let's do this. <sighs> all right. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Forbes. I'm Gav. I'm Jack. Guys, what's got you geeked? Oh, well, I'll talk about bad stuff later. Um, I'm excited because getting a new phone tomorrow, um, my wife and I are switching over to Google Fi, which I've been looking at for a long time. But, Good you luck. know, at the well, the last time I looked, they didn't have the coverage that they do now. They still so, use Timo. Timo's got great coverage in Syracuse, so not outside of not outside of Syracuse. I know, I know, you don't go outside of Syracuse much, yeah. but <laughs> um, but uh, the, it, it, we didn't even have to switch to five. That wasn't the big thing. The big thing was we haven't had new phones, and like I've bought new phones that were used phones, but you know, I haven't had a a brand new phone in about a decade since I was at the Verizon store. And even back then, all of Damara's phones were phones that I got from the store, so they were all used. So she doesn't think she's had a, a new phone since her LG 8300 flip phone, uh, you wow. know, the gray tank. So um, she got an iPhone 15 today. Um, I have a Google Pixel 8 Pro coming tomorrow. Uh, excited to have, you know, new phones. They support the whole MagSafe thing, which is really cool. That's something that, you know, didn't exist the last time I got a new phone. And, uh, you know, the, we're doing the, the whole financing thing. You know, what's funny, Apple finance, if Apple finances your phone and Google finances your phone, you don't pay any interest. They oh, just nice. split up the cost of the phone. Just break it up know. over the, yeah. yeah. The other thing is with her phone, she's trading in her old iPhone. Um, because I mean, technically it works though. She has trouble keeping, you know, connections going. Um, but they're giving us some money off off the bill for that. And my phone, my uh, OnePlus 8, I don't have to trade that in. But because of the new pre-order Google 8 promo, I'm getting like $500 off a $1,000 phone. It's going nice. to be over the course of the contract in, in discounts. But once I figured it all out, once all is said and done, our service will be $10 less per month. We're going to have a shit ton more data and everything to use and features than we've ever had with Page Plus. And I well, it's ten dollars for the base charge, but after you add the the discounts and everything, it's really only going to be like an extra twenty dollars a month. So, 
not, not a bad, bad deal for two so, brand new phones. Yeah, pretty pretty excited about that. Outstanding. All right. Um. So uh, next week, um, I'm finally going on this Washington D.C. trip with Emily that I've been talking about. Uh, last week it finally came through. I've been waiting over a year for it, and it was actually kind of exciting. A private, just Emily and I are going to get a tour with the White House with just a tour guide, which is pretty cool. Uh, we've been waiting for a year for that. So um, also John Katko um was is my parents' neighbor, and he says maybe it's a possibility um you might get to meet the president too so i'm like okay so that'll be interesting so being a big history buff i've met already two presidents in my lifetime it'll be kind of cool meeting a third uh but it's kind of cool though we get down there wednesday we planned it all out so we see the monuments thursday we have white house capitol private tour and a private ford's theater tour as well where lincoln was shot which is neat uh, um, and then Friday we have the Smithsonian and then the Library of Congress, which is pretty impressive. Um, the thing that really Emily wanted to see was the botanical gardens. So these are gardens that are acres and acres long. So we're going to go see that on Saturday with um, the Holocaust Museum. We got a private tour for that as well, which is pretty interesting. And then we come back Sunday. But before we come back Sunday, we're going to stop in Arlington Cemetery, which will be really fun to see. Uh, very informative. So we're going to this vacation, yes, it's a vacation, but we planned everything out and um, looked at hundreds of restaurants. She really likes ramen, so we found a ramen restaurant, a pizza restaurant, and um, a Mexican restaurant. So, like, three different types of restaurants that we really want to see because Washington, D.C., they go from French food to English food to all sorts of food. Like, it's like, I just want a fucking burger, but, like, no, you can get, like, something like fish and chips. It's like, fuck. <laughs> so, like, I can get oysters, which are, aren't bad, but I got, um, there's a place called Bullfrog's Bagels, which you can get like a sausage, egg and cheese. They say it's one of the best ever. So I'm like, okay, uh, good coffee, um, good Airbnb. We're like two blocks away from the White House, which is nice. So it's a very nice. And I'll be honest with you guys. It was really affordable. $600 for four nights. So I don't wow. know how. Including fees? Yeah. I booked this Holy over shit. a year ago. I know. I literally like dad proof this i literally i planned everything out to the t which is perfect so um we have some nice fun um road playlists going for music if you guys along the way if you want to throw one in so um i'm excited to do this so six hour drive and also being an eagles fan corbs will like this when we come up though we're gonna stop in philly and get a cheesesteak on the way home there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's my man right there Absolutely. So it'll be fun. Um, maybe I'll call you from location next week if we get settled in, but um, I'm excited. Um, it'll be good to get away for a little bit. I wouldn't. No. Nope. Enjoy, enjoy your time yep. away, man. Yeah. Don't okay. worry about the podcast. We'll we'll carry on. But I do have one question, Jack. Come back. Um, <laughs> I up? noticed you called it a vacation. Is that because like this is one of those vacations where you know you're not going to get laid because you're doing all this nerdy shit? Oh, you got to find a way to get laid in there somewhere, man. So um, it's um, mm. a full house for an Airbnb. Like I said, $600. It's um, they call them the super users. So this guy um, gave me already the address. It's in a good location. So, but yes, there is a lot of stuff we got to do. That's nerdy. But at night, there's a lot of free time too. I just had to get in the vacation because I heard you say that I immediately wrote it down. So I had to work that in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I get I'm, it. I'm I mean, she might be too worn out for you because you said if one of us wants to throw one in, I'm sure Kevin's up for that. 
Yeah, <laughs> but then, <laughs> I fucking hate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and look, Kev is just not saying that. Oh, now he's going to say something. Go ahead, buddy. Well, we know who's not getting laid. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I don't know. He said he might get to meet Biden. So <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, so he's going to get fucked. Yeah, I might come back. I'm like, yeah, and I met Joe Biden. Fuck. Yeah, but you know, here here's the thing. Don't get too disappointed about this. If you do meet him now and then run into him later, he's probably not going to remember you. Awesome. Did you guys like not to get political real quick? Did you see oh, the shit. other day? They literally had to put him next to the podium. Like, okay, Joe, over here. He's like, all oh, right. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Carbs before this gets any more political, please go. <laughs> uh, well, for me, it's it's uh, I guess it's kind of a bit of both. So I know we I haven't recorded for a while with you guys. I think it's been what, I know we didn't record last eighty four years. Yeah, so, eighty four years. I want to say so. There's a couple of things. Two two weeks ago, my son's computer shit the bed. Like, it wouldn't even boot up. It would, you'd push the power button, it would come up, flash the Dell symbol, and then the cursor would spin. And that was it. It wouldn't go any farther. So, took the computer apart, pulled the hard drive out, put the hard drive in my computer, and plugged it in, hooked it all back up, plugged it back in, did the exact same thing. So, I took my hard drive, put it in his computer, and it said no bootable device. Actually, when I put his in mine, it said no bootable device found. What the fuck is this? OS upgrade detected. Is your computer shit in the bed too? Yeah, my computer is about to shit the bed. So, yeah. um, so yes. come to come to find out, the motherboard crapped out for for his computer. So mm-hmm. I we had to buy a brand new. I bought a brand new laptop, gaming laptop. So that's the good the good side of it. The bad side of it is it costs, you know, thirteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So but he when I decided to, when I told him we were gonna buy him a new one, he actually offered to chip in half the money. Cause I I, <clears throat> I give I give him money every week. Every two weeks I give put money into the account for him. So he has money when he goes out with his friends. Right. So, but he can't take it to get money out. He's got to go to the bank to take it out. That's the way I set up his account. So he can't just, he doesn't have a debit card. He can't just run to the bank and get money, whatever he feels like it, or if we're going out or whatever. So we had to go to the bank to take money out. And so that we did that, I gave, he put, we took the money on his account, put it in my account. And then I paid for it out of my account. So it arrived last Wednesday. You guys know Wednesday last week was a, was a good day for me. <laughs> yeah. So I'll explain that one too because that, that was pretty messed up. So his laptop came on Wednesday. I made sure it was in there. I made sure everything. No, it wasn't damaged or anything like that. But I I let him open it and you know set it up and all that stuff. So we did that. I also bought him a docking station so that he could hook up two monitors um, to the. He could have hooked it up two monitors up to his laptop, but I I bought the docking station because it's easier to put the monitors in the docking station. So so we have the docking station. We just have we just have to set up his room now. So we're gonna do that this weekend. I got a I have two power strips back there that he got his monitors and his computer, which he doesn't need anymore, but the golf his gaming stuff is plugged into it. But they they they're just a little bit off the floor. So they hang a little bit and they pull on the cords. 
So what I'm gonna do is mount a couple of two by fours to the wall and then mount the power strips to the mount two by fours. That's so, correct. Yep. <laughs> so, so, you, so you're already writing off your uh, security deposit then? Oh, that's just been gone for a while. Okay. But yeah, I mounted my my TV. My TV fill, and his TV fill it mounted. in. You just yeah, you exactly. Just get a little, you get a little potty. tub of fucking putty, putty. and you fill yeah, it in. Or and you... A little flex seal or whatever, and fill it in. And yeah, you, I'll, I'll be fine. I'm not. I'm, I'm not worried about it. So, um, so that's the one thing. Like I said, last Wednesday was was supposed to be a bad day for me. I took the day off from work, and you guys know I told you guys I wasn't going to be able to record because I was supposed to have a tooth pulled. So what happened was Sunday night I was, I was having steak, of all things, and I bit into a piece of steak and it was crunchy. And I'm like, okay, well, steak's not supposed to be crunchy, first of all. So I kind of pulled out the piece that was crunchy and it was white. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it was something that I had in the steak or whatever. So I took another bite of steak and the same thing happened. So I felt with my tongue, the, my back molar had broken. It had cracked a little bit and some of the piece oh, had fallen off. Bitch fuck so yeah so that was that was sunday night so i called monday morning to my dentist or to the dentist office i, I go to aspen dental i can't call it the dentist <laughs> uh, i made an appointment to have an extraction because i don't do root canals um root canal costs you like fifteen hundred dollars to have it extracted it's like 300 bucks so you guys have seen my mouth i've already had five teeth pulled What's what's a sixth? That's what I. That's the way I look at it. What's a sixth? Well, you, you're approaching a new nickname. We're going to call you Cletus if you keep it up. But. <laughs> you're a hockey player now, there, champ. So I'm going to have just one tooth, and then I'll be, I'll be officially be a redneck. So who's going to chew, who's going to chew Corbs's food in the future? <laughs> you know, I, I think Kelly signed up for that shit. <laughs> that's, that's, why, that's why I got the magic bullet. The magic bullet podcast name. You so, got a magic bullet for Kelly? Oh, wait, those are two different things. <laughs> I love it. Very true. So Wednesday morning, I took the day off from work because Wednesday morning I was supposed to go to the eye doctor and have my eyes dilated so they could check the pressure in my eyes and get a shot in my eye. So I showed up to oh, the eye doctor. Showed, yeah. So I showed up to the eye doctor Wednesday morning and like, oh, we're not dilating your eyes today. We're just going to give you the shot in the eye. I'm like, okay. When I talked to you guys on Monday, it was, you were going to dilate my eyes. What's changed in two days? Like, oh, the doctor can't do it today. He's got something going on. I'm like, well, oh, very nice to fucking know. But I'm along for the ride, whatever. So I had the shot in my eye. And my sister had, my sister, who was home last week, has been home since in September because she had uh, gastric bypass surgery. So she drove me to the eye doctor's appointment and then drove me, she's going to drive me home because as you guys know, when you get your eyes dilated, you can't see shit. So I had to have a chauffeur. So didn't have to get my eyes dilated. I assumed I was going to come home and go back to sleep to sleep off the dilation and then get up and drive to the eye doctor. Well, since I didn't have the eye dilation, couldn't go to sleep because I was wide awake. And I started thinking, which is never a good thing. And at about two o'clock, I had an anxiety attack, which I've never had before. Oh, I was, fuck. I was, hyperven I was hyperventilating, just freaking out. 
in the bathroom about having my tooth pulled because at the time it didn't hurt anymore. I have a filling in it and I have it's it's filled in and that's keeping food from getting down in, in into my tooth. So there's no pain right now. So I started freaking out thinking, do I really need to have the tooth pulled? And so I called and canceled because I couldn't like I had to call my mom to come. She had to talk to me on the phone to calm me down. That's mm. how bad it had gotten. So that was Wednesday. What else happened last week? That's the bad things. We, I was in a golf tournament on Sunday, last one of the year, and we finished in third. And we won one of the skins at the golf tournament and won some money. Please. So that was pretty nice. That's the first time, the first time we played in a golf tournament where we've actually won skins. I've been in a golf tournament where we won the 50-50, which was nice. We never won skins. And this was actually held at, at our golf turn at our, at our golf course, Northern Pines. It was the, the last tournament of the year. It's called it's called the NFL tournament. Like so we had like everybody comes dressed like you wear your NFL jerseys, you support your team. Um they have the clubhouse open, they have the pavilion open, they have football football games on, they've got like bar food like chicken wings and chili and you know stuff mac and cheese stuff like that for food after and then they obviously the winners get um i want to say they get something like a clubhouse credit we got a clubhouse credit for finishing in third so that we can use for anything for the course so if, if we join back back in the next year which it looks like we're going to um we have an i i have an 80 dollar credit on my account that i can use towards anything golf balls golf glove or drinks on the course anything like that so that was pretty nice so and then tomorrow or thursday i should say um we start cornhole back in northern pines again so nice that'd be nice so we're doing that so that's all i got outstanding well i i had a i've had a ton of shit happened in the past couple of weeks and come to find out not being around you guys allows me to have a lot of fun love you kev wow man that's a kick <laughs> okay. nuts right there yeah i mean three actually, hours on one night man it actually it actually one has nothing to do with the other <laughs> but it's just funny that so much has happened the last couple of weeks last weekend was um well, last two weekends have been the very first two snowmobile shows of the season. So the one in Syracuse went to that, of course, had to go see what was going on there. And then we went to the one up in New Hampshire, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Kathy and I and a friend of ours went and had a good time there. The cool thing about the one in, the, in New Hampshire, I mean, other than the fact that it was a snowmobile show and we got to see some great sleds and see some old friends and, and uh, you know, reconnect with some some folks in the industry that I've known for a few years. Before that, um, the company that or the law firm that Paul and I work for uh, had a, a, tr a retreat for their associates, and it was basically a um, a fluff session for the associates to try to get them excited to stay with the firm, to give them an idea of where they can go with the firm and how there really is no limits to what they can do. Um, with the firm they can they can just continue to work there they can they can get to where they want to go and they can eventually be partner if they if they so desire um there 
the time they put in, the things they work on, all of that information is available to them, unlike it is in a lot of other places. So it was really, like I said, it was a fluff session to, to get them to understand what was available to them. So that was fun and good. And, and it was informative for me because I didn't know any of that. I, I wouldn't, I don't have anything to do with the attorneys. Um, but this was in uh, Schenectady. Now, when I say that, your first thought might be, why the fuck would anybody want to go to Schenectady? My thought too. Um, but Rivers Casino is a relatively new place in, in Schenectady. It's right along the river. Nice little river walk. And there's a whole bunch of new construction and business and entertainment all along this area. Um, but I found myself after the first uh, day with these people out for a walk on the river, uh, the, the river walk there. And I, and I found my way down to an older section of town and I come out onto some uh, the, the city streets there, you know, the back streets. And there's a couple of corner bars. Well, this one is kind of calling to me. And um, I, I can't think of the name. Of it. I could probably find it if I looked on a map. But so I go in and I sit down and, I, and it's it's small. This place is just a, the smallest little tavern you've ever seen. Nice inside, though. Just exactly what you think of, of an old corner tavern. So I go in, uh, older guy behind the counter, you know, big guy, friendly, serves me, no problem. I'm sitting there. Folks are talking about things that are going on and guy next to me starts you know talking about different stuff and i find myself involved in a couple of conversations one of them happened to be about how in schenectady there's a bridge that's 10 foot 10 inches of clearance and they constantly get trucks wedged underneath it regardless of all the signs that are there to prevent this from happening so i immediately think well oh they must be talking about liverpool so i say are you are, is this local is this here or are you guys talking about the one in Liverpool? He goes, oh, no. He goes, I know you guys got one in Syracuse. He goes, no, this is right here. It was hilarious. The conversation that ensued was just fucking hilarious. How stupid people are. Um, you know, to be, this is this is exactly what I mean, to be a local in Syracuse and to follow a truck that is obviously oversized right on his bumper as they hit the fucking bridge. The woman in that car deserved everything that happened to her car after that. How can you be that freaking clueless and not know what the hell was coming? Anyway, regardless. Um, so it just felt like as I'm sitting there, and this was just a really cool thing. As I'm sitting there talking to these guys, I'm just like, have I always been here? Is this, what? I mean, what is this place? It was like stepping into a freaking portal in the twilight zone i mean I'm, i all of a sudden felt like i belonged there uh it was it was it was cool as shit i got pretty well trashed walked back to the hotel they had their cocktail hour that night so i go i get more drinks this time free free food the whole bit totally not dressed for the cocktail hour because everybody was getting you know top you know top dress for that whatever here I am in a t-shirt, shorts, and sneakers. So I had some stuff and I just left. But anyway, so great weekend. Just a great fucking weekend. And uh that was just that was just this last weekend. I mean, it's just been like that over and over and over again. I mean, 
I, I can't even tell you. Uh, the, 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 the events that have been going on, the places Kathy and I have been, have been going. Oh, oh, I got one other thing for you. Um, a really funny thing happened here at the end, at the end of the summer. Um, I haven't, ha- haven't seen you guys in a while, so I haven't had a chance to tell you this. So we, we struggled. We have, um, we have a garden on our deck. So it's a container garden, right? So we put some vegetable plants in some containers. And the, the plants struggled this year. Um, the soil was kind of sandy. So I was kind of frustrated with it. And, and I really didn't know what the hell I was doing wrong. So I got a bright idea. I'm like, well, fuck it. Let's just, let's just water them. Do extra water. We take a water can out. Because I've got a watering system. I've got a, a drip watering system. We're going to water them. And every other day we're going to fertilize holy crap, the plants just fucking exploded. So really it was a deficiency problem in the soil. End of the end of the season, our plants are doing better than they did all season. Jalapenos, cherry peppers, sweet peppers. I got green and red sweet peppers. Um, I got cherry tomatoes and the cherry tomatoes, I'm telling you, they're huge. And um, uh, Roma, Roma tomatoes. And strawberries. I got two strawberry plants and I got these two uh, hanging pots of um, petunias down by the down by the mailbox. Everything bounced back. So I've got a completely different plan for next year. Um, we're waiting for the frost to kill off what we have, but hopefully we'll get a few more vegetables off of what we have. So it's it's been a really it's been a really cool time. And I know this has nothing to do with, you know, tech and sci-fi and geeks and all that stuff, but that's the kind of stuff that's got me geeked right now is it's been some great weekends and we had a great finish to the year uh with our vegetable plant so all right mine's not quite as long i'm super psyched because today uh which is october 11th for those you guys watching when this finally gets released um the trailer finally dropped for the iron claw have any of you guys gotten to see this yet no, not yet. Okay, I think it just happened like late this afternoon. So you know, what is it? going on? The Iron Claw is um, the true story of the inseparable Von Erich brothers who made history. Uh, I gotta scroll over because I'm screen down. Who made history in the intensely competitive world of professional wrestling in the early 1980s? Comes out December 22nd. Uh, looks like they're taking it very, very seriously. If you're not like a golden not really golden age i guess golden age for us right here because that'd be like for when we were little uh of professional wrestling like they were professional wrestling royalty before that was something they got thrown around um yes it stars zach efron with a um he-man haircut but he, he bulked up though i heard for he too. looks yeah. like he should be playing he-man like between Perfect. the fucking page boy haircut and the fact that he's ripped um but I, I watched it shortly before we started recording, and it looks like they're taking it very seriously. It looks like it's going to be a phenomenal movie. <clears throat> Again, um, being, you know, em- embraced into the world of professional wrestling since before I can remember because of my dad. Um, this These are guys that I, I've known of my whole life. Like, these are legends in pro wrestling. That's so, and, and just to see in the the trailer like you can see all the beats they're hitting like and they're not shying away from any of the fucked up shit that happened and i am ridiculously excited to go see this movie 
when does like, it release like once it comes uh, out? let me reiterate that'll be december 22nd christmas okay oh that sounds like a christmas movie yes <laughs> but i i and i know this this is I, i'm more excited for this than i was for clerks three the way you're talking wow. about it yeah, I don't believe that for a second. And he's got an interesting haircut. I've got some pictures of him for the for the role. No, I've been following this role for a while. Because Zach Efron really says he wants to take this very seriously, so maybe he could win an Oscar or something for it. I, I don't know if you'll ever see a, a wrestling. Well, the, how the did wrestler the wrestler do? Roark, yeah, remember? Yeah, I had to stop myself there. I forgot about that one. I saw that <laughs> one in the theater too. That was cool. Um, yeah. but that's yeah. I, I'm gonna. And show notes is going to have a link to the trailer, and uh, yeah, I can't, I can't wait for that one. But we can move it right on there, guys. Uh, what I forgot something, and I have to tell you this because you guys mm. might have some funny shit to say about it. Mm. You know that Prime is doing a big sale uh, yesterday mm. and today, right now. Mm. Yep. I happen to see while scrolling through the Life Straw for nine ninety nine. For those of you that don't know what this is, the Life Straw oh. is kind of a survival tool. That you can use to you know, basically drink from any water source without boiling it. It can filter 4,000 gallons of water. Anyway, I saw it and I realized that, wait, let me look at this. For years, I've been wanting to put together a bug out bag. <laughs> I finally put together a bug out bag. It's all here. Um, you know, I had some of the stuff, but I wanted to have something that I could put in the car. I'm not a doomsday prepper. But with all the shit going on in the world, you never know what's going to happen. So things like a solar power bank, you know, which I'm not even going to use until we actually need it. Maybe it'll never get used, but I would hate to get for, I mean, a measly like 40-ish dollars. You know, if my family ends up getting stuck out in the wilderness or having to take off, I mean, we'll survive at least a few weeks. You know, we're not going to die immediately. Go ahead, Kev, you're laughing. No. I, you don't I, think I that get... that's a good idea? I got nothing to say. No, it's smart. Like literally, my dad's been stocking up on bullets and freeze-dried meals for like years. He's like, we're gonna I be mean, ready that, when the shit happens. Th th that's a little more than I, I want to get. I, I'm just like, even a, you get in a car wreck while driving through the the Adirondacks and you fall, you mm -hmm. go off the road or something, and you've got nothing. You know, I mean, it's not like I Listen, think the world's gonna end, but it's a very good idea to keep a bag in your car that has couple of bottles of water some packaged food of some sort a blanket some dry clothes it's a very 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 good idea very good idea everybody should have that he is not wrong yeah that's uh i haven't mine isn't so far as like extra clothes and bottles of water but i've got like those fucking solar reflector blankets and shit and all that all the like the the kits that you can buy for the car specifically. Yeah. Like the even have some MREs in it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like I a mean, roadside if, kit too. If you can if you can just put in like a pair of wind pants and a sweatshirt just so you can take off, let's say you have wet clothes, mm -hmm. get rid of them, put that on. Now you've got wind barrier and some warmth. That's all you really need. A couple pair of socks. But you don't need much. Man, I don't even have socks. You got your, yeah you got your cracks well just i mean just just think about it though i mean if your feet are wet and they're in a wet shoe of some sort then you're going to have problems oh, yeah. after a couple of days and those problems will create other problems so 
dry dry feet are, are incredibly important. Anyway, anyway, I'm not gonna. This is this that's not what we're here for. <laughs> All right, so I'll try again, guys. What are you playing? Nothing. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about how I bought Assassin's Creed Mirage, and I played through the first few hours of it. Um, and it is a pretty good game. It feels like a cross between the older games and the newer ones. Less RPG elements. Stealth is more important. But something happened the past few days that's kind of overshadowed my gaming. Mm -mm. I went back to playing Star... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking COVID. I went back to playing Starfield. Video gaming is giving me motion sickness. What? Today I confirmed it. I played st Yesterday I played Starfield for about an hour. I thought I was going to throw up when we went to pick up Avery. I had to take a Zofran, bought some ginger ale at the store. I felt fucking awful. Today, I literally played for 10 minutes and had to go upstairs and lay down. Tell me about your environment. How are you doing this? Like, how are you playing? Why is um, it giving well, you... I've got... I put a big TV back here. So I've got a, a really big TV. Here's the thing, though. I've been playing... I have like 50 hours in Starfield over the past month, month and a half. And I've had no issues until the past two days. It's fucked up. I, I don't know what's okay. going on. So I'm worried that it might be a health thing. Or is there a point at which you get so old you can't play video games anymore? Because I need to throw myself oh, off a tall that. building if that's the, the case. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I, I'm just like, today, I I took uh, took a 45-minute nap, got up. Then we had to go to the, the swim meet. And I'm sitting in the swim meet trying not to throw up. We stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. I have to grab on to Damara because I, I just about fell over. I got so dizzy. I'm I'm fine now, but it ugh, sucks. It doesn't we sound don't... like a video game problem. Sounds more like a you problem. And we don't think this could be after effects from the the vid. I think I that's. I mean, maybe pretty likely. I, I I don't know, but it only happens when I start playing video games. Now, in fairness, it's only happened when well, playing Starfield, so I'll have to try going back to AC Mirage and see if it happens. Well, you just said that, I mean, it carried <laughs> over to other things. So I don't, I, I don't think that that's what it is. I think it's, you know, you have an inner ear disturbance of some sort and it's probably more than likely caused by whatever virus or whatever thing that's still inside that's trying to, you know, that's getting fought off by your, by your body. Maybe. personal opinion yeah, i hope you're right i really do and Thanks since you have covid I, i'd pre i'd appreciate if you put a mask on thank you i i had covid i still have the cough but lingering cough yeah well i'm still playing Baldur's gate three boner's gate three bear sex boners boner's gate <laughs> no <laughs> bear sex i did walk in on um uh, a bugbear railing a an overweight ogre though that it's close that's really fucked up close i i even tried to apologize for walking in on them and the uh the fat ogre chick decided she was going to attack me so i had to massacre <laughs> them both so did the bugbear swing his massive penis at you he didn't get a chance to do anything. I annihilated that fucker. 
The bear or his penis. So you so you kill two people, two things having sex? Yeah, fucking mean. They, st- they stopped when I interrupt them, but yeah, yeah. So you interrupted people having sex. I st- yes. Yeah. I, I burst then, right into them. the uh yep, and then murdered them. Yeah. But hey, I'm but the good guy here. <laughs> and somehow well, they didn't break my oath. As a, as that's a the humane paladin. thing to do is to kill them both. If you just killed one of them, then the other one is just, you know, is just, you know, right. unsatisfied. Yeah, definitely. I uh, hope this doesn't become a theme in other parts of your life. Right, kill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am 70 hours into this game now. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, and I'm about to start Act 2, where it advances me into um, the the Cursed Lands, which means I, I'm not going to be out in the, the area I'm familiar with now. So I'm I'm tying up loose ends in all the, the lower areas where I, I have now figured out I missed shit. So I've gone back and done all that. Um, we got my my cool mithril armor. I figured out that part. <clears throat> and um, I'm going to wrap it up. And I'm uh, hopefully by this weekend, I'm going to jump into Act 2. And keep progressing the story because this is really fucking cool. So, where are you doing this? Because I know you're not in the basement anymore. Oh fuck no! Be- before all of that happened, I moved the PlayStation up to the living room. Perfect. So, forethought, and that before worked out all... very well for Kylie because now the switch is in uh, Kylie's bedroom. All the what happened? Not sure. I want to go into it online on okay. the show. Um, remind me. We'll go into it. So oh, future divorce. Oh shit. <laughs> um moving wow. on from that though, where are we at? Time check. Okay. Uh so Corbs, I'm assuming you're not playing any video games. That's correct, sir. All right. And judging from the fact that my uh PlayStation account doesn't have anything else on it, I know Kevin's not playing any video games. <laughs> so turned it on in a while. <laughs> so I think that means it's time. For Kev's Tabletop Review. Okay, so uh, Kathy and I were in the mall the other day. And um, I came across the game at one of the game stores that I had to dive pretty deep into. And when I say I have spent hours watching playthroughs of this game, I am not even joking. This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. What I'm talking about is exit the game. Have any of you guys heard of this? Seen it, yeah. Okay. This is a tabletop card-based escape room game so there's uh now i took a picture and i gotta i gotta count again one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen there was 15 boxes on the shelf some of these boxes have multiple games in the box they they consist of clues puzzles um solution uh calculators maps things you can't open until particular times when you're told to open them 
you can't, it's very hard to find video walkthroughs or playthroughs of these because they give away, they give away the clues, right? They give away the solutions. I found a couple of people that actually do this. They actually play through and show you how to solve the the different puzzles. It is fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating. The, the what what drew me to this was wasn't the fact that there were so many different versions of this. What drew me was that on the boxes, on the front of the boxes, at the bottom left of the box, is a little indicator of one to five stars about how difficult that particular game is. Now, originally I thought, okay, this is a game and it has all these expansions. Oh no. Every box is its own game. Be warned, as you play through, you will have to destroy part of this game in order to solve the puzzles. You may have to cut something up. You may have to fold something up. You may have to light it on fire. But the only way to solve these fire these 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 puzzles is to do whatever it tells you to do. This is the most fascinating thing I have ever seen as far as a tabletop game is concerned. From $15 up to $20-some dollars, I think I've seen these games go for. And $24, $25 was for the for a a, a two a two first. So in one box, it had two different things. Fascinating. Absolutely enthralling. If you if you want to go on YouTube. Look up Exit the Game Playthrough. Find Dr. Gareth Moore, M-O-O-R-E, and watch a playthrough he has with Laura for um, the Sinister Mansion. It's going to ruin one game for you, okay? So you just don't buy that game. Watch the playthrough and just tell me that it isn't an extremely interesting thing, right? So... I'm absolutely fascinated. I want to get a couple of these and I want to sit down and play with a few people because they're not easy. And this is totally different from what I normally pick for a tabletop game. This is not something that is you're going to you're going to pick right up on it. You're not going to open this up and go, "Oh, yeah, you know, it's easy to learn, whatever." No. You're going to spend an hour to two hours ripping this thing apart, trying to figure this out. And I'm telling you, it is totally worth it. You got to look this up. Exit the game. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about what the, just, just talk about the Sinister Mansion. Okay. We'll just, we'll just use that one as an example. One to four players. They played it with two people. I think you really want to get four people in on this. You know, you want to get as many people as possible. Uh, 45 to 90 minute playing time. That's bullshit. You're looking at at least two hours. Um, age 12 and up. Yeah. Okay. So maybe there's a 12 year old out there that can figure out some of these clues. Okay. Maybe. Um, wait, 2.54 out of five. Now this is for a game that's actually marked three out of five on their difficulty scale. The majority of these games on BoardGameGeek.com 
are in the 2.4 to 2.6 range out of five for difficulty. And like I say, uh, pricing is like $15, like 14 and change up to as much as $24, $25. Even though you're only going to play, you're going to open it up and you're only going to play it once because once you played through it, you're basically ruining the clues for the next people that play. It's perfectly fine. You want this game. You want to check this out. You want to try one of these. It is It is going to just blow your absolute freaking mind. Um, classification, type, thematic. So it's theme-based. It's based on whatever the different uh, the different games are. And I'll, and I'll read a couple of the titles of the games. Um, category, deduction. So you have to use deductive reasoning to figure this out. It's a cooperative game. The mechanism of cooperative. Family category is escape room games, series exit the game. Uh, uh, this particular theme is spooky old houses. So let me just read you some of the titles. Um, can I zoom in on this? Uh, yeah. Uh, the Sinister Mansion, The Forbidden Castle, Dead Man on the Orient Express, The Gate Between Worlds, Haunted Roller Coaster, Cemetery of the Night, The Secret Lab, Shadows Over Middle Earth, The Stormy Flight, and they just go on from there. Um, I'm telling you what, this is, like I say, and I know I've said this a couple of times, this is very interesting. It is very intriguing. Um, I have never seen anything like this, and I am very interested in trying one of these out. So there you go. Exit the game. Find one at your local game shop. Pick one up that sounds interesting and just try it out. I don't think you will be disappointed. You know, Kev, they have Android games, too. There are two of them. Really? Yes, I own one of them. I haven't actually played it yet. I picked it up on a sale. Uh, but you might really? want to look it up. It's by USM Games. They also make the uh, Android version of uh, Catan. Oh, wow. See, that might be very interesting because that could be something that probably isn't this destructive because I'm sure you don't have to destroy your phone. I certainly um, fucking hope not. <laughs> Very, very cool. Thanks for that, Hugh. That's a that's an interesting little twist. Have any of you guys played Exit the Game at all? Have you seen it? No. Well, I'm glad to bring something new and different to you guys. So or at least partially new. Um, so yeah, exit the game. Let's give it a shot. All right. Well, I think that's a good time to throw it right to break. Stick with us, guys. We'll be back with the news. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics.
Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment, located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue, New York. We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. till 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then. Now, before I tell you that Matt Getz looks like he could play both, both Norman Osborn and the Green Goblin with no prosthetics, and you could never get that image out of your head again, here's the news. First up, fuck you, Barry. While it might be up for debate if Aquaman has sexy time with fish, he certainly isn't with his Aquaman 2 co-star Amber Heard. This week, a report from Variety states that Jason Momoa showed up on set late, drunk, and dressed like Johnny Depp to harass Amber Heard and get her to quit. This is according to Amber Heard, and only Amber Heard. She also claimed that the director, James Wan, was mean to her as well. Mm. This led to multiple sources claiming that Wan is known for treating his film crews with the utmost respect, and this movie was no different. Sources also said Momoa works his ass off and never shows up with anything less than his A-game. They also said that Momoa has been dressing in that bohemian style for years, and it has nothing at all to do with Johnny Depp. It would be pretty fucking strange to cosplay as your co-star's ex to bully her. I mean, I know we're supposed to believe women, but since she has a proven history of not telling the truth, I gotta say I'm a little bit more than skeptical. But the most shocking thing to come out of this, if you can believe it, wasn't all of that. It's that in 2018, Warner Brothers sent notice to her lawyers that they weren't bringing her back for the sequel due to lack of chemistry between her and Jason Momoa. So why did she end up in the sequel after all? Because her then boyfriend, boyfriend, Elon Musk, sent a message to Warner Brothers threatening to go scorched earth on them if they didn't bring her back. No wonder DC films have been struggling. Why the fuck is Elon Musk in charge of Warner Brothers casting decisions? Are we in stupid world? You won't listen to fans, consumers, viewers, reviewers, or creators, but you listen to the guy that decimated Twitter's value. It's like Elmer Fudd is really running the show over there. Next up, speaking of the same kind of crazy, Jada Pinkett Smith just revealed in an interview that her and Will Smith have been secretly separated for seven years. So on top of the affair she revealed a while back that Will had to give his blessing to, apparently, they weren't even together when he slapped Chris Rock and put a huge black mark on his career. I just, I can't understand that. One of the most successful actors and musicians in history, devoted enough to beat people up for her honor at the Oscars, even though they aren't actually together, and he's still not enough for her. I mean, you never know what really happens on the inside, but from all accounts, including hers, he seems to be a great guy, great enough that she can't bring herself to divorce him. She could at least stop public, publicly embarrassing him. I mean, it sure seems like he would never put her through the same drama she's dragged him through. And for the life of me, I cannot see what she brings to the table for this relationship other than August Alcinia's leftover DNA. And finally, we can't have a news segment without talking about the biz biggest news of the week. No funny title here. Israel has declared war on the terrorist group Hamas after a surprise attack over the weekend that left more people dead and taken hostage than I want to look up and share with you. I'm not going to go into details here. As this is not a black and white situation. Israel has done some awful shit to the Palestinian people since forming. Hamas has now done some more awful shit, and neither of them is fully justified. I'd just like to point out that if Israel had taken a stance of incorporating the people of the land they were taking over in 1948 instead, 
everyone there would look the same now and be at peace. This is a stupid conflict for stupid reasons that could have been avoided if everyone involved had been less stupid. And that's the news, kids. Now, having suffered through our second round of COVID here in the Allen household, I noticed something that really made me smile. Have you had a Hall's cough drop lately? I've had tons. And while I generally open the wrapper and toss it away without a single thought, for some reason, I actually took a look at one recently. The wrappers have little messages on them. Things like, you can do it, nothing you can't handle, and impress yourself today. Maybe this has always been the case. But what a fantastic idea, fortune cough drops. I need that motivational message when I feel like crap and just want to go back to bed. I don't need it after five plates of sushi, rice noodles, and motherfucking peanut butter chicken at the Chinese buffet. Unless they start putting fortunes in the cookies that say things like, stop eating so goddamn much, you fat ass, or that could have fed a family of four for a week. Paul? In other news, peanuts are cholesterol-free. They are also one of the ingredients in dynamite. Back to you, Corbs. All right. Well, I'm going to blow shit up with some peanut butter later. <laughs> oh, shit. Motherfucking peanut butter chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get, when you have peanut butter, you get explosive shit after. <laughs> Slippery shit. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, so I guess we're going sports now. Or as I like to call it, the golf review. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> so uh, it's been a couple weeks, obviously, since we've been on. So I'm going to talk about the Ryder Cup, which is the golf match between USA and Europe. So a few little things about it. This year's Ryder Cup was played in Rome, Italy, well, just north of Rome. Uh, it's a three-day tournament pitting 12 players from USA versus 12 from Europe. It's played every other year. Uh, the players, there's six automatic bids for each team. Usually the top six guys qualify in points. Top six guys for Europe, top six guys for the Americans. And then there's six captain's picks. Um, there was some controversy this year with the USA's, USA pick. One of the last guy picked, uh, Justin Thomas. Um, he is outside of the top 70 in players, player points this year. Um, so everybody was kind of up in arms with the fact that he was chosen. Um, so there's a few guys that were left off the list that were, have been playing a lot better and they felt that they deserved a spot. Um, you need 14 and a half points to win the cup. So if you're the team, so that if you have the cup, so let's say USA had the cup. You, if they get 14 points, they keep the cup because the most you can have, both teams can have combined is 14. There's 28 points total. So to win the cup, you got to have 14 and a half because you get half points if you tie a, if you tie a match. Um, USA has won 19 of the last 28 Ryder Cups. Uh, USA has not won the Ryder Cup on European soil since 1993. So for them to be over there to try to win it was a big deal. Uh, overall, over the course of the entire Ryder Cup, the United States is 29 and 16. So they're, they're the better of the teams, but they won seven straight cups from 1935 
1955, and then and then won 13 straight from 1959 to 1983. But Europe only claiming three cups during that time. Europe, Europe has come back as of late, winning 10 of the last 15. So uh, tournament structure, it's kind of weird. There's, you play, it's three days, so it's set for, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday and Saturday is two matches, so two sets. It's four, it's called four ball, alternate shot. So one guy tees off, the next guy gets the next shot. And you, you do that all the way to the end of the hole, and then you, the guy who, didn't tee off on the, the hole before, tees off on the next hole. So basically what you do is one guy picks odd, one guy picks even. That guy always tees off in the odd. One guy tees off in the odd holes, the other guy tees off on the even holes, and then you alternate shots all the way through until you finish out the hole and then go back to whatever the next hole is. So that's the, the morning. rules is an orgy, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh the afternoon session is again. It's four. It's it's four players, two two twosomes, and it's four ball best best ball, which is the best score between the two players per team. You take the best score, and then you play that way. And then that's Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday is just straight match play. All twelve guys from each country play against you. one guy play against each other so there's one match there's 12 matches one versus one all the way through uh so this year after day one morning session europe jumped out to a four nothing lead they won all four matches in the morning session the afternoon session they continued to dominate they won two they won two and a half to one and a half so they're up six and a half to one and a half after day one which is outrageous. It's never, we've, it's very rare that you get to that point. Day two after the morning session, again, Europe still blowing the US away. They, after the morning session, they were nine and a half to two and a half. We were down seven points at that point. A bit of history that day was made. Scotty Scheffler and Brooks Kepka, two of the top players in the world, lost nine and seven. So Europe had, after the ninth hole, they couldn't, they couldn't, the best they could do was a tie. So if, even if USA had won all nine holes on the back, it would, they would have had the, the match. They would have tied the match. So after the 10th hole, the, the turn, the, that match was over with. It's never happened ever in any of the tournaments in the 96 year history of the tournament. Nobody's ever lost that bad. And they're both with the USA. So that tells you that Europe was just, Absolutely kicking the shit out of us. So in the afternoon session, again, Europe continues to dominate us. They're at that point leading 10 and a half to five and a half. So it was the best, that was the best that the U.S. had done in any of the four matches for the first two days. They actually won three out of the four matches and the other two matches they have. So they actually, each of them matched, they each tied up, uh, ended up with half a point uh no team so they were down five points at that point with 12 matches to go europe only needed to win four matches usa needed to win eight matches no team has ever come back from that many points down in 96 years so it was usa was up against a whole lot of shit going into that 
Uh, it's been played again, been played for 96 years. They did not play during World War II. Didn't play for eight straight years, four tournaments from 90 from 39 to 45. So uh so that's that's a bit of history that they didn't play for for, for eight years with during World War II. They didn't play either side of the, the pond. They didn't play in the United States, they didn't play in Europe during that time, obviously because of the war. Um after after day three. They split all six matches in Europe and ended up winning the cup six, 16 and a half to 11 and a half. So we got the shit kicked out of us. So that was a bit of uh so it's it just, there's a big, big, big stink about it. A lot of the guys, the USA guys didn't play leading up to the Ryder cup. The European guys played, they all played in tournaments leading up, up the three weeks leading up one or all of them played in one of the tournaments. Now they all played over in Europe. They all went over to Europe and played. USA did not do any of that stuff. They did not play at all. Um, a lot of guys said that might have been some of the problem. They were a bit rusty. They hadn't played in about a month. So so it is going to be played again in 2025. It'd be held back here in the United States. And guess who's going to try to go? Sean Clue. Yeah, because it's going to be held in New York Fuck City. That. <laughs> It's going to be in New York City. He said yes. I don't know. <laughs> You're smarter than that, Kev. Right. So really? it's going to be held at, at the at the Beth Page Black, which is the hardest course in New York State. Um, so the group of guys that I play with, um, one of us or one of my one of us, like me and my Justin, my best friend. You guys all I, I talk about Justin all the time when we about golf. We're talking about going to that. That's the one thing we want to go to. That in the U.S. Open. Um, I think the year after that, the U.S. Open is going to be held in New York City also. So we're talking about trying to get to that, too. And then two years after that, it's going to be held back in New York City. So we're going to be one of those two years when it's here in New York City, we're going to go to the U.S. Open. There's a golf course in New York City? Yep. It's out on Long Island. Oh, it's not, it's not in the actual city. I should. Okay. It's it's in Island. I'm like, cause I have never seen Spider-Man swing over a golf course ever <laughs> in any movie. It's through the subway. It's subway. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's, it's out on Long Island. There's a couple of golf courses out on Long Island that are pretty popular. Beth Page is one, uh, Shinnecock Hills, which is where the US Open is going to be held in 2026. And then the other one is held, going to be held in Wingfoot, which is, uh, the North side, the North end of, uh, the Bronx. It's towards the very top of the Bronx Yonkers area. It's actually like 15 minutes from the border of of Connecticut. So, uh, so there we are. Like I said, we're going to try to, we're going to definitely going to try to go to the Ryder Cup. But the U.S. Open is something that I'd like to at least get to one day, because um, I've been to the Masters and the PGA Championship, which is two out of the four majors. U.S. Open would be the third, and the fourth one is across the pond. It's the British Open. So that's going to be kind of a pipe dream, but hopefully at some point. A uh, little bit more history is going to be made this weekend. Um, Lexi Thompson, she's a female golfer on the LPGA. She actually got invited to play in the men's tournament this weekend. Uh, she is one of only seven women ever to be asked to play in wow. a men's tournament. So that's pretty big um, for her. For the for the golf in general, a lot of the women golfers think that they need to have better coverage of the women's golf. I don't disagree with that. Uh, I enjoy watching the women golf. They play a lot better golf than the guys. The guys just hit the ball a shit ton and then try to make up the their mistakes by 
hitting a, a nice shot. The women actually play golf the way weekend golfers play. You have to hit to certain spots. So it's nice to watch and yes, yes, you. When a woman plays in the men's tournament, do they pay her 75% as much? Usually. Oh, good. And she, and she has to make the cut to get paid too. So, um, so that's it for golf for me. Um, I know one of the last topics that we had, Kev, we talked about um, injuries in the NFL, um, about major uh, knee injuries and stuff like that. I did a little research. Um, this year alone, there has been, let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven major injuries to players. So you've had J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles tendon. Everybody knows Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles tendon. Jack Conklin is an offensive lineman, tore his ACL. Cade Stern is a safety, I believe. He tore his ACL. Mike Bellano last weekend, broken fibula, tore ACL. Um, Tredavious White for the Bills. Milano's for the Bills. Tredavious White, also Bills, tore his Achilles. This has all been in the season. Was was that the guy that did it? He he was going back or something. He wasn't even he didn't get hit. No, one, some some guy did it something this past week where he was I mean, he didn't even get hit. He was just setting up or something and he down he goes. It might have it might have been. It very well might have been Travis Wade. He's he it happened, I think it might happen two weeks ago. Oh, oh. Um Tavon Diggs, he's with the Cowboys. Torres ACL, Mike Williams, receiver for the uh, Chargers, tore an ACL. I mean, so you you had asked about you know how significant some of these injuries are. That's that's just a list of guys I went through in the past twelve hours. That's all from it's we're talking five weeks, and you've already had eleven guys with major knee injuries and ankle injuries. Yeah. Well, yeah. So what Achilles was, tendon or or an ACL, they're out for the season. Out for the season, correct. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's just the guys that have been hurt in season. I went through and found a couple of guys that actually had gotten hurt preseason in preseason games. And guys said they had gotten hurt during, like, voluntary workouts in July when there was no contact. So, I mean, it does happen. But, I mean, 11 injuries in five weeks like that, that's – we were talking about, you know, how often it happens. Obviously, it, you're looking at at least one or two a week. Sure. Jack? Corbs, who was the guy that plays for the Lions? Like, it's a 12 to 18-month injury when you tear an ACL. Last year, he tore his right ACL. And then literally just this past week, Kev, he just got back in. He tears his left ACL. Yep. So this is – this. I mean, I think think what I was going after was that you know, the stronger these guys get, the more the more capable they get, there's still parts of the human body that aren't capable of keeping up. Correct. And that's the problem is that is that it doesn't even take getting hit, right? Right. Or or the hits aren't really as bad as some of the hits out there. Yeah. But because they're set a certain way or they're, you know, they're, you know, in, in the right stance or whatever. And it's that tendon or it's that, 
um, you know, it's typically a tendon, or it's a muscle, it's a, you know, or a bone, right. um, that's just not capable of keeping up with the rest. Right. And it actually, just seems that, like actually, it happens so easy. And I left the one off the list. I mean, Nick Chubb, Jack, you remember Nick Chubb? He, he blood I his do. knee. He actually tore that knee in college on a hit similar to what he took in the game that he got hurt on. So the NFL has tried to make the league safer. So you can't leave with the crown of the helmet. We talked about this. You can't leave the crown of the helmet. You have to, when you tackle, you can't tackle. You have to be looking up. And you can't hit above the, the shoulder pads. You can't hit in the head. So guys are starting to go low. So they're hitting guys in the knees and the guys in the thighs. So if your leg is planted and you get hit in the knee, mm. you're definitely tearing you're tearing tendons right there. I, I, I don't see how the NFL, and I, I would it would suck if this happens. I don't see how they can continue doing stuff that they're doing. They're going to have to go to something different. I mean, do they go to touch football? I mean, it would suck. But guys wouldn't get hurt as often. So, and we're talking guys are getting season-ending. Some guys are getting career-ending injuries. Nick Chubb could be done for his career because that's the same knee. He tore all three ligaments twice in the same knee. What, what gets me is that there's guys coming back from an Achilles tendon injury. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. 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 Guys, are coming, yes, guys are coming back. They're talking – Aaron Rodgers is talking about – Coming back this year, that's a that's a. It's a, it's a I saw a that interview. Yeah. I saw that, and he's yeah. talking about how how he might be back, and I'm just like, how is that possible? What did they do? What did they fucking stitch that back together with? Right. What kind of super glue are they using? My mom like, tore her. My mom tore her Achilles tendon. Achilles tendon. Now, just walking, she tore it. She wasn't she's not an athlete. She's not a football player. And what they did was, and this is going to sound gross, is they actually drilled a hole in her bone in the bottom of her ankle and pulled the tendon through and screwed it there. Yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I did my ACL, what they had to do was they harvested from the patellar from the patellar tendon. They harvested a piece of the tendon with bone at the top and the bottom. And what they do is they lace it through. They drill holes and they lace it through so that the bone connects on either end. And that's how it reattaches. It's it's mind-blowing how they do it. It's never going to be as strong as it was before. It doesn't matter what you do. Right. It's never going to be as strong. You're always going to have the opportunity of, of doing it again. But to do it... The Achilles, the Achilles has so much more that it's doing right. than an ACL or an MCL, for that matter. And I just, that just blows my mind that they can repair that. I just wonder what it is they're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all I got. I just had to ask. I had to ask question, Paul a question real quick. So, do you think that with NXT last on Tuesday night with Cody Rhodes and John Cena and LA Knight, all those guys being there. Do you think that was done because Dynamite was on? Absolutely. And Popo yeah. was, was there. Mm-hmm. I okay. can't wait to see the ratings because they they really want to they they think they feel AEW has a false sense of security because there's no competition on Wednesday nights. 
And I think they wanted to show, hey, you guys really aren't doing as well as you thought you were. Right. Uh, I thought I saw them earlier, the ratings, and I think NXT tripled what Dynamite got. Yeah. I mean, I watched that. I've never watched NXT. Well, I tried watching it once and just gave up. I watched (laughs) NXT last night. Yeah, I I didn't. I had someone texting me updates. (laughs) (laughs) I did. It's a lot better than I thought it was. I I like the intimate atmosphere, like the smaller crowd. Mm -hmm. And those are probably, since it's in the same place, those people probably, they're regulars. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of what you get with the old territory wrestling, with people that go to every single show. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I I just didn't get to. We were, I think we were actually watching Loki. Um, Oh, I have to watch that. (laughs) Yeah. But um, speaking of, it sounds like it's a good time for us to move right along to Trivia Time with Jack. Hit it. All right. So um, everybody, we have trivia going, but one guess. And then we're going to make it interesting. 15 seconds. So think fast. All right, Kev, one through four. Four. Where was Bram Stroker, the author of the classic Dracula, author from? Where was the author from? The classic author from for Dracula. What country was he from? England. No. Does anybody want to take a guess to see who gets the most trivia tonight? No, I'm I just, lost. I'm stuck with you calling him Bram Stroker. I, I know. <laughs> Isn't that Bram Stoker? a bad porn name? <laughs> Bram Stroker, the porn name. That's a good uh, Bram name. Stroker's Dickula. Yes. Thank you. Do you know where he's from, Hugh? No, I don't. Ireland. Okay. Okay. That was How close. About, kind of, yeah. All right. Paul, one, two, or three? Three. All right. What root vegetable was traditionally used to carve jack-o'-lanterns? So what type of vegetable was used to carve jack-o'-lanterns? Turnips. Correct. Very good. And you got it right in the time frame. That was very good. Shit. (laughs) I know, It was not shit. It was turnips. (laughs) (laughs) Shitty. Maybe shitty turnips. I don't know. All right. Well, they're planted in shit. And they taste like shit. Oh, they taste horrible. Yeah, they're awful. Yeah. All right, Corbs, one or two? Two. You bastard. (laughs) You bastard. All right, here you go. What spice will you not, not find in Mexican hot chocolate? Chili powder. No. Does anybody want to take a guess? Baby spice. Garlic. Not not garlic, but that's a good guess. That's what I You said what you will not find. I know. And the answer is no. Nope, the ahead. answer is ginger. Ginger spice. Oh, that was one of them. Mm-hmm. It was actually all right. One for you, Hugh. So you have a fifth. You have fifty guesses. Basically, you have fifty tries at this. No. What st- What state is the largest pumpkin? Where can you find the largest pumpkins in the United States? Oh, I don't fucking know. Wisconsin. No. Okay. <laughs> What's the answer? Right. Illinois. All right. All right. So that makes last... sense. Illinois, Haddonfield, Halloween, Michael Myers. 
Yeah. All right. Last little thing in 1958, um, an unnamed U.S. space probe called the Pioneer One was launched. Um, in 1971, the British musician John Lennon um, released Imagine, um, a song about peace and hope. And in 1984, American astronaut Catherine Sullivan was the first woman in space. And then uh, some famous birthdays. Joan Cusack is 61. Our boy Lenny James is 58. And then Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates is 77 years old. Looks every day of it. <laughs> exactly. Back to you, Paul. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, so, uh I think it's time I drop the weekly topic on you guys. Um, we're getting into the Halloween season, so I'm going to try and start gearing them that way. What do you guys think is the most underrated Halloween or horror film or TV show? I think I, that's how I texted it to you guys. And the boys will answer that when we come back from the break. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. weekly topic let me reiterate what is the most underrated halloween or horror film slash tv show to you take it away hugh i don't know if it's the most underrated because we had a whole 10 minutes to think about this uh but i did think about one i want one i i settled on you guys might not even have seen it. it's a 1990 movie starring jeff goldblum called mr frost Basically, um, an eccentric, an eccentric millionaire, or I don't know if he's a millionaire, he's in a mansion or whatever. Police go to his house, he admits that there's a dead body there, and he's like, oh yeah, there's there's quite a few more in the yard. And they eventually find like 24 dead bodies, and they're like, this guy's crazy. They put him in an asylum, doesn't speak for two years until a cop comes to talk to him to uh, try to you know figure out what happened. And the psychiatrist there, it makes some inroads. And basically, he says, I'm Satan. And... 
you think he's a crazy guy, but as the movie goes on, it becomes more and more apparent that he actually might be who he says he mm-hmm. is. And not a lot of people love the movie. I mean, it didn't get rave reviews. Uh, the thing, I mean, the thing that most people say saves it is Jeff Goldblum's uh, performance. And, you know, this is early in his career and he really does carry the movie. Jeff Goldblum playing Satan. Come the fuck on. How is that not a good time? Um, I, I always loved that movie. Uh, it was one of the earlier horror movies I saw when I was a, a teenager. And uh, I think it's severely underrated because nobody ever brings it up. I'm probably the only person who's going to talk about that movie on a podcast this year. I bet you money. Outstanding. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, Mr. Chaos Theory himself. Somebody okay. else go. Somebody jump in. All right, whatever. I, I just said Zombie Land. I I don't know. I, Why do you think that's underrated? I don't know because it. I thought it was pretty funny. I think I think it's a pretty funny movie. And I think I think some people just think it's too much of a zombie movie. Okay. And it's really just a comedy. I guess um, you, I, the one I would think um, I, I I can't get it out. All right, I remember uh, when I was like had to be six or seven years old. My parents were out out for the night, and my brother was watching me. And my parents had a TV in their bedroom, so I was like, okay, I want to sneak into my parents' room and watch TV at night because it's like ten, it's like midnight. My parents aren't home yet. I was like, let's put a movie on, and it was on Channel Four. I don't know what Channel Four was, but it was between NBC and CBS where I am. So Channel 4 was our channel. And um, 1992, this movie came out. So I wanted to see what year it was. The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. (laughs) So that movie scares the shit out of me to this day still. It's like, holy shit, this movie is so scary. This lady's husband dies. Does she she kill him or does he die? Um, But I I forget a little bit of it. But she tries to assert herself in this family and all that. It's like, let's a greenhouse fall on somebody. It's like holy shit! This movie's like fucking twisted as shit. Like the little kids, like like she's trying to assert herself as the mob. She even breastfeeds the baby at one point in the movie. It's like what the fuck am I watching? Um, yeah, that movie still freaks me out, and it's still a good underrated Halloween movie. The hand that rocks the cradle. Yes, Corbs. Uh, I'm gonna go with Idle Hands. Oh, such a great movie. Good one. So, that is a good I answer. Mean, you, you can't really go wrong with Devin Swan. Jessica Alba, Seth Green, Vivica Fox, they're all in that movie. Um, it's about a guy <laughs> whose hand becomes possessed with a demon. He's a he's a stoner. Um, so in, high school kid. High school kid, yeah. He's a stoner. Ends up his hand ends, ends up killing his two best friends, Seth Green being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the two the two dead kids they. Instead of going towards the light, they stay and walk around as zombies, but nobody knows that they're there. I think that's. The way I think they're like ghosts. ghosts. Yeah, yeah, they're ghosts. They, they and they're there and they're they're fucking with uh, Devin Swan's character, trying to help him out and stuff like that. Um, so he ends up cutting his own hand off, and the hand goes berserk and kills a bunch of people and shit like that. So yeah. it's uh, it's it's weird. It's funny. I don't know. It's one of the movies that I, I, I enjoy. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with uh, with that movie with Jessica Alba in it. So. No. The tiny little dress at the school dance. Um. <laughs> all right. So uh, I, I think I reached the farthest back out of all of us here, and I'm going to go with Monster Squad. 
Mm. Wolfman's got Nards. Yes. I love that movie. And I think the only reason it's even in my like sphere of reference these days is because I know it's about to get a Blu-ray release next month. So, so that put it right back in my my attention span. That's you know, put here. And uh <clears throat> really love that movie. I haven't seen it in years, so that's probably gonna get added to the the streaming collection before too long. Um might be streaming during the uh the Halloween party this year, just saying. And uh that's uh that's that's mine. So I, that's I, that's a I, good I, list. I have one more. You have an honorary mention? Yeah, I do. Uh Transylvania six five thousand. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows you mentioned Jeff Goldblum, so I wanted to throw that one in there. (laughs) Outstanding. All right. Well, let's keep it moving. Guys, what are you watching? I finished Ahsoka. Me too. So did we. (laughs) Yep. I think Jack's been chomping at the bit to finish this discussion now that everybody's gotten through it. Hugh, you finished it, right? Probably the week of. Yeah. Don't Jeff, ever lead it off first. Oh, you want? Oh, I thought Corpse was gonna lead off because he want. No, no I just oh, said Jesus. It. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Corpse. You said Ahsoka. Go ahead, buddy. Well, I, I just said I finished it. I mean, I I enjoyed it. Um, I know now what Kevin was talking about. Wanted to find out what happens with the characters at the end. There. I mean, it's. I was talking to to my son about it. They're all on the same planet, and they all have like that the Force. Why can't they just? figure out that they're all still there and meet up that's my my, season two yeah that's my thing i mean you you, ray steven's character and the other girl they're obviously together like they're master and apprentice why can't they should be able to sense that they're both there so uh, yeah yeah kev you want to speak for both of us because i think we're saying similar things so yeah so i mean Ray Stevens' character is going to continue, even though Ray is no longer with us. Um, but there's there's a lot going on on Peridia, and we're gonna we're gonna there there's a there's a huge revelation coming. Um, if you guys haven't been watching the um, the spoilers Easter egg stuff on YouTube, and there's a bunch of them. I mean, whether you watch New Rock Stars or something else, um, there's an awful lot. That can be unwrapped in in this story, and to think about where this is going is, I mean, potentially just it's felonious. You know, you you let you let uh, felony loose on some of the stuff, and he's just going to wrap stuff like all over the place. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I can't wait to see what um, you know what. Uh, Balin skull was looking at um, mm-hmm. what that what that light was off in the, in the distance. Um, very interesting to think about. You know the owl. Uh, also, his owl showed back up. Uh, Anakin's Force Ghost. I mean, there's so much. The Peridia is the source of tremendous power of some sort, and it was enough to scare off the. Uh, Dothmiri witches, but uh, not to scare off somebody like Balin Skull or somebody like Ahsoka. So, very interesting to see what's going on. 
how awesome though for Ray Stevenson though, like uh, RIP, uh, we're really gonna miss him. But what he's standing behind though, someone so powerful in the Star Wars universe, like mm-hmm. that's a powerful ending. He had no words in the last episode, so it was just like if you watch Clone Wars and Rebels, like you know what he's standing behind for sure. Mm-hmm. That just like shows like my brother's like, oh yeah, that's why I watched Rebels and Clone Wars. Like I told you to watch that shit. So literally, um, it's so cool, like because it's a live action now is to gonna do something so iconic. It's like what Kev just said, um, Ahsoka's Owl, Lars Mickelson playing Thrawn, which is so cool, and Ezra building his new lightsaber, the hilt, like the lawn of Kane and Jerris. He had two of them. The the what's the robot's name again? I forget. David Tennant. Oh, not that one. <laughs> Yang. Yes, but it's just so cool though because they say Zeb is training troops. It's like, come on, give us Zeb in season two. We need the we need Zeb to come back to go the ghost ship. But um, it's just endless. Like what um Kev said, it's felonious. It's just so amazing. Like Dave Filoni yeah. confirms right now. He's like, oh, we're not greenlit for season two yet. Bullshit. You're gonna have season two, but um, probably not till 2025 or 2026 with this damn writer's yeah. strike. But no, it's just so cool how they did that. There was eight episodes. Yeah, I'm kind of like turning to Kev. I've watched them all like three times now, so all the way through. So it's just very, very well done. It's a great show. Um, it's a great storytelling, but I'm just excited to see what's going to happen next. Like we can talk about this a whole episode, but there's oh, other yeah. things to watch into. There's so much. There's so much to unwrap. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's wicked cool to see all the stuff that's hidden that you just don't. And it, and it isn't, it, it isn't even about, watching you know the clone wars and rebels it's about unwrapping things that that touch so many things in star wars history books you know novels you know stories that we didn't think were going to be canon and now are and it's just so so freaking cool fucking we right yeah baloney's a genius that's that's all i gotta say I was happy to see Claudia back, Black back on TV as she was the head night mother. Um, when she came mm-hmm. on screen, I was like, holy shit, that's Vala from Stargate. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to talk about it at length as you guys did. I do want to ask, did anybody notice that the, the, the visual effects were fucking awful when she jumped out of the ship and hit the ground and rolled? I had to I like rewound that like three times. I was like, oof, that was bad. I saw that. They had to make concessions somewhere. They had enough other shit going on. <clears throat> but yeah. only thing I got to say about it that hasn't been addressed already: zombie stormtroopers. Oh yeah, right? that was cool. <laughs> that plays into. Is there a video game or something that that uses the zombie stormtroopers? Uh, there was yeah. a novel called Death Trooper, and that yeah. had something to do with them. I know that. Yeah. So yeah, very. And I like the fact that I... they were. And I pointed out an episode or two before to the family making a joke that all the stormtroopers were held together with duct tape with the red wrappings on all of them. My, my son said the same thing. Well, I had said that early on. I go, Kathy, I said, I, I'm almost positive that the majority of these stormtroopers are, are dead, you know, and they've been resurrected. We, we, we found out that was not the case as they were, as they were wiped out by, you know, Ahsoka and Ezra and, and Sabine. Um, but, but I wasn't surprised that the Night Sisters uh, resurrected the ones that they did. And uh, just, just amazing, just absolutely amazing. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to end with this one thought: Is it Peridia, or is it possible that 
anyone with the right training can learn how to focus the force when they really need it. That's a good question. I guess we'll see in, well, no, she's still there. So. Um, I, I was wondering what you guys who all watched Rebels thought. Um, not, I don't want to like create a casting controversy because I don't care about the color of the skin or anything. But um, I don't know Rebels and all that very well. But I, I was, we haven't talked about this since Ezra showed up on screen. And I was surprised by the curliness of his hair. Can, can, that we didn't if... see in, in animation yeah. yeah yeah i'm not i'm not mistaking that right no because i've seen pictures i know what he looks like from pictures yeah. and the, everyone else looks like they did in the cartoon i think but you know he comes out and i'm like oh oh that's ezra totally expecting something different yeah yes and no i mean i said it before uh hera and sabine are much taller than what they should be um it, it it's just a you know, you gotta you gotta put actors in live action, and you know you're gonna get close or you're not. Um, I'm thoroughly convinced that you know all of the actors that they chose were the right actors for the show. After what I saw in episode eight, um, I have absolutely no qualms about anything that I saw. Um, I just wonder if action. anybody said, "Hey, maybe we should straighten his hair." <laughs> <laughs> They could have given him back the like the '90s skater guy haircut that he had in the first season of Rebels. Yeah, the longer hair, yeah. But it worked. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It, whatever. It, it it was fine with me. I didn't care. I I think the reason that I thought about it is this isn't as much an adaptation as it is a direct sequel to that cartoon, mm -hmm. which kind of puts it in different territory than other properties that have been adapted. Mm -hmm. No question. No question. Yeah, this is a direct, this is a direct, you know, this is what happens next. Yeah. yeah. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the only other one I have is uh, the beginning of Loki season two, but it sounds like Jack hasn't gotten into it yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say much more than I really enjoyed the first episode. That was cool. Was it good though? Spoiler free. Did you like it? I did. I did. Okay. I liked it a lot. Okay. So, Is it, is it as, nuanced is the original as the first series season yes Be, because the, we we talked about so many different things that were like popping up you know little easter eggs and whatever mm -hmm. yeah i i didn't catch a lot of easter eggs yet but it's a very very layered plot for season two new rock stars is doing breakdowns Are they? also nice. yeah i mean I, i'm sure there's other ones too but i, I happen to notice it cool i got uh, one more uh movie to throw in there for you um, I watched um, a movie from 1989 that I wanted to see for a while called Parenthood. Has anyone ever seen that one? Mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen it, but I know of it. It was actually really good. Um, so it stars Steve Martin, Jason Robbins, Rick Moranis, Diane Weiss, Mary Steinbrenner, and a very young Keanu Reeves and a very young Joaquin Phoenix. So um, I thought this was really cool. It's the, a plot of four children. They uh, raise their kids through the highs and lows and all that of parenting and all that. So there's different dynamics, like there's all different plots. So it was really cool. Um, a lot of drama, a lot of uh, comedy. One funny part, though, I thought it was kind of funny. Um, Rick Moranis is married to uh, Steve Martin's sister. So they're just talking about like how like all the girls are in the kitchen while the guys are having a beer or something like that. She's like, yeah, when he's stressed, I just um, give him head right on the throughway. I just do something like that. It just relieves his tension. So during the scene, uh, Mary Steinberg's uh, part is married to Steve Martin. 
and they have four kids he's like i'm just so stressed i just can't do this i'm just so stressed i can't be a parent like he's freaking out and mary steinburner is like oh you're stressed honey how can i help she's like he's like i don't know she's like hold on i'll help you of course you don't see it but like they go to the next scene the car is wrapped around a telephone pole (laughs) 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 so literally um the cop comes up to them and she's like what do i do what do i do and like so the cop's like so how did this happen steve martin looks at his wife yeah honey how did this happen (laughs) (laughs) so um that was a good movie um another funny part was one of the kids was like i I had to write this down so good he was like what's that coming out of your ass diarrhea what is that gross stuff coming out of your ass diarrhea what is dripping and smelling down your leg diarrhea so it was just a stupid um song but from 1989 it's on amazon prime if you got like three four bucks rent it it's a really funny movie um really good like highs and lows of parenting i'm not a parent yet but you guys that are parents you're like yeah i get these stories but it was just a really really good movie yeah that's cool that's cool all right but like steve martin though he's like yeah honey how did that happen and she's like like it was just really really good Hmm. that's all i will keep it short um i just want to point out that apple tv has gotten really, really good. And I didn't realize how many awesome shows they were putting out. Um, I've talked about Servant, four seasons of Servant. It was fantastic. Um, They've now been making headlines with this new show, Changeling, which is a horror-themed show as well, which is apparently a total mindfuck. Uh, I think next month, um, Monarch, the, the Godzilla TV show, which if you haven't seen the trailer, go look at it, looks fucking insane. Mm. And we just finished last night, Silo, which I saw, I was like, oh, what's that? Once I realized it was based on a book series I read so long ago that I don't even remember what happened, called Wool by Hugh Howie, I believe it was. Um we finished the 10 episode series last night. Fucking top notch. I cannot wait for season two. And that's, uh, that's on top. Uh, Apple TV is foundation too, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are just, as far as genre TV goes, they are on fire. I may not like Apple phones or their business practices, but their fucking TV shows are awesome. Yeah. I've heard the same thing. I got a buddy that really wants to see Monarch. Yeah. Silo is great. So I have a question for you guys. What? <laughs> Did any of you like the boys on Netflix yeah. Yeah. or on uh, Prime? Yeah. Prime. Yeah. So some some of you did. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a spinoff. Yep. Gen V. Oh God. And, <laughs> and it is just as fucked up as the boys, in a really good way. This is freaking fantastic. It's all about the kids, the kids that get shot up with that fucking the oh, freaking uh, the the V stuff there, and they're in college, and it's all about the college they go to and all the freaking shit they get into. I'm telling you, it is freaking fantastic. Now, Hugh, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this basically the spinoff of Herogasm? Like, isn't this the oh. adaptation? Uh, I don't I don't know because they did the Hero Gasm episode last year oh, and it okay. wasn't really as bad as it as as the, the comic was. And they really just couldn't do what they right. did in the comic in Hero Gasm. Okay. 
Uh, so I, I don't know. Um, okay. I am look. I am looking forward to this. This is on my list. We just haven't gotten to it yet. This is set between season three and season four of The Boys. Who's in it, Kev? Are you known actors or no? No. Uh, oh, um, Jensen, Jensen Ackles shows up in it, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Soldier Boy. Yep. Okay. Oh well, yeah, I, I I haven't seen him yet, but um, uh, I forgot his name. Um, also played Ryder Azadi in uh, Ahsoka. Uh, also oh. was in, um, yeah, the the Kurgan. Um, Kurgan, yeah. Okay, but this What's is on name? this is on Prime too, though. Yeah, yeah. How many episodes are into it? So Cla- wait, Kurgan, Clancy Brown. Yes. Yeah, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Yeah. Clancy Brown. Okay. Clancy what were you saying, Kev? Yeah. How many episodes? They're into uh, episode four. Just just dropped. So. And about our episode. Yeah, about that. Okay, I'll put it on my list. Totally. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. So it's so oh, good. God. It's so good. So far, and, and 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 I hope you watch it, and I hope you see why. But Emma, Emma is my favorite. You know, and if you watch it, you'll see why. Okay. I think. I think you will. I think. I, I don't know. You may have your own favorite, but I I think Emma was pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Okay. Corbs, what about you? What about anything me? else? What else are you watching? TV. Oh, really? Golf, probably. <laughs> I do watch a lot of golf. He, may know <laughs> he likes his golf. <laughs> but no, I'm not playing golf. I'm watching golf. Go fuck yourself. I don't know if that was necessary. But... <laughs> a little Dick Cheney. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I, I got stuff. I got stuff DVR that I haven't even caught up on yet. Mm-hmm. I'm so. It's just, of course, with the weather turning, it'll be a lot easier. I mean. Right. I mean, I watched, I binge watched Ahsoka uh, over the weekend. Like, I think I started on Thursday night. I watched like three episodes Thursday and two episodes Friday or something like that because there was just nothing to do. Gotcha. So, right. uh, I mean, I'm still, I'm an episode still on Dead City. I'm four episodes behind Daryl's. It just, yep. there's just not, not enough time. So, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. All right. Well, then, if we don't got anything else, I think it's going to about wrap it up. Wrapping it up. Yeah, my doctor told me my DNA was backwards. I said, and. Oh, my God. Dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, drop your nuggets, buddy. All right. Uh, So, a new breakthrough in science. I don't know if you guys heard about it. Uh, nestled between the frontal lobe and the temporal lobe, scientists have discovered a new section of the brain. Do you guys heard about this? No. They're calling it the Lisa lobe, which reportedly <laughs> only hears what it wants to. Good night, everybody, and mega point me, bitches. Motherfucking peanut butter chicken! <laughs> this has been a Geek Pod Network production. <laughs>